Hello and welcome, it is the 9th of January 2017 and we're going to be covering all of the latest gaming news and content for you guys today for you. So, it's actually been a fairly busy Monday. Mondays tend to be fairly quiet for gaming news and content and there isn't really that much that usually happens. But I actually managed to put together a show yesterday for the weekend. And also I've got quite a bit of content that's broken today as well. And also a story or two which we missed in yesterday's episode. So starting things off we've got some articles coming up about the Xbox Scorpio. Um, the Xbox One Scorpio looks like it's going to be a fairly powerful machine. And 345. Free Industries' Frank O'Connor has teased that the Xbox Scorpio is actually more powerful than he was expecting it to be. Uh, it's probably going to be getting an AMD Ryzen graphics card, so it's been getting quite a bit of media attention, and it's pretty interesting to see where Microsoft is going with this. We'll obviously have to wait and see what happens with exact specifications, but if this is somewhat beefier than the, next, than the PS4 and could be comparable to PC, I can see Microsoft having quite something for the next phase of the generation at least. So that's something to bear in mind. Bearing in mind 343 Industries is pretty much, in fact it is a Microsoft Studio, so bearing in mind members of staff at the Microsoft first party studios are finding it beefier than they are expecting, that's quite impressive because they do get the little bits of inside the news and things like that, obviously not as much as the people working on the project itself, but it's pretty powerful, so that's pretty cool. Um, as it's also Monday, the charts have come out for the UK game sales. Last week, the top three were Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, FIFA 17, Grand Theft Auto 5 has taken over Battlefield 1, uh, which has moved down to fourth place. And we've got a few changes with Forza Horizon 3, Watch Dogs 2, Mafia 3, Rocket League, Pokemon Sun. So there are quite a few changes in the charts for the week ending the 7th of January. So yeah, some interesting information there for you guys as well. Now, if you remember last week, we had quite a bit of coverage of Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, they released a release date, some new gameplay, they've been teasing PC specifications and things like that. Also this week, according to the Australian store uh, for Microsoft, the pre-order bonuses have been released on the store uh, for all three editions of the game. So the Australian price is 99 Australian dollars, which equates to about 60 pounds 73 US dollars. So that's out about the same as most games roundabouts now. Um, I'm not sure if these are digital or disc. Yeah, these are digital versions of the game, so it'd be probably a bit cheaper for disc users. But the pre-order bonus for the standard edition includes the Deep Space Explorer armor, 
then the Nomad Skin Multiplayer Booster Pack for co-op. And that's 550p XP boosters limited one time per match. Uh, the Deluxe Edition is an extra 10 US, uh, Australian dollars, sorry, which also includes the Pathfinder Elite Weapon Set. Uh, Pathfinder Casual Outfit, Scavenger Armor, Pet Pijack, uh, Digital Soundtrack, and also the Multiplayer Deluxe Launch Pack. So that includes some more XP bonuses and extra little bits and bobs uh, cosmetically, I believe. Then you also can get the su Super Deluxe Edition, which is... For 130 Australian dollars, 80 pounds, 95 US dollars, which includes all of the above. And also a kind of weekly release premium pack kind of thing um, for uh, booster packs. However, don't forget that Mass Effect won't be having a season pass. That is something that was detailed last week. And that means that you won't be getting any kind of booster packs any other way unless they run them through micro DLC, which they probably will. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Mass Effect turns out. It's quite an entry to the franchise and a lot of people are excited for it. So we'll be looking forward to playing that in just over two months. Moving on to our next story. Now, if you remember, last month there was a patch which launched for Mafia 3, uh, patch 1.05, and Digital Foundry have done some testing since the patch, and it actually turns out that the patch bumped the resolution on the PS4 Pro to 1440p with that patch. It wasn't really mentioned in the patch notes at all, and the frame rate runs at about 30 FPS. So it's it's not amazing for the PS4 Pro, but it's got a little bit of a performance upgrade and resolution upgrade, which is pretty cool and something that we didn't really know about when they uh, released the patch notes. So that's something to bear in mind if you do have the PS4 Pro and possibly have a resolution which support, a TV which supports 1440p. Moving on to the next thing. Now, Just Cause hasn't ever had a dedicated pro proprietary multiplayer game mode. Uh, Avalanche Studios have never done anything multiplayer based. However, they have had a mod team which has been doing some stuff. And they have just released the beta version of the uh, mod so you can play multiplayer just cause 3. Now this is pretty cool and interesting because the original team that made the just cause 2 mod pack actually shut down because Avalanche, the developers behind just cause, actually hired the lead architects. So that meant that no more development was made for that mod. This is actually another mod which is very similar and you can actually play now. It's got um, 
free download and beta phase at the moment and we'll leave the link down below in the description uh, so you can check it out a release is planned in the next few months however do bear in mind this is a mod so it might not work on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One it seems to only be on PC at the moment it depends if mod support is added for just cause onto other platforms and how far modding systems can go on those platforms I'm not sure if the modding platforms on Xbox One can support multiplayer functionality I don't think they can um, but we'll just have to wait and see next up we've got a story about Injustice 2 if you remember last week there was a leaked release date for the game uh, on the Xbox Live Rewards website and it was slated for a 28th of March release date according to that listing however on Friday a story that we missed Paxson was um, by Ed Boone who is the lead creative director at the studio working on Injustice 2 announced that the release date is going to be May 16th 2017 now this means that the March 28th release date that was leaked um, was wrong and that we will be seeing the game uh, it's actually just before E3, like a month or so before E3. So that'll be pretty cool to see Injustice 2. I've never played any, well, the previous game, sorry. And I'm looking forward to it. I'll want to see more gameplay probably before picking it up. But that's going to be happening on the 16th of May. Moving on to another story for you guys. DSX, like most games, has pre-order bonuses and Square Enix today have announced that the pre-order bonuses are now free for all users. This means that the extra mission in-game, uh, Desperate Measures, is going to be made free and also a compilation of skins for Adam's armor, trench coat, reskin pistol and combat rifle as well as a few other consumables will be free to download this will be available through a free up a free update through steam and if you are playing the game on ps4 and xbox one you can download them from the stores directly if you may remember uncharted has a movie in the works for quite a while now and the lead writer for the uncharted movie officially posted yesterday i believe it was yesterday yeah, yesterday that the script is now complete and finalized for the enchanted movie it's been in the works for quite a few years it's been going from different directors loads of delays and possible cancellation etc so it's pretty cool to see that the director sean levy has finished the scripts and it's still going to be uh, released at some point. Apparently the film is a beast and we'll probably be seeing it in a year or two now. Not sure how long film production takes but they've got the main hard work of the kind of like scripting side of stuff done 
So, yeah, now it's the filming, which will be pretty cool, I can imagine, for actors. There's been quite a bit of content surrounding its software in recent months, especially with the Noclip documentary being released by Danny O'Dwyer, which took a look at behind the scenes in the development studio. Now, Pete Hines has also run an interview with official Xbox magazine since the first little bit of gameplay from Doom 4 was released in that documentary on Noclip, and he has actually gone on to say that Doom 4 didn't feel anything like Doom and that cancelling the project was probably for the best. So, it's quite an interesting read at all of the different approaches that Bethesda take to make something different and the way that they kind of like pitch games and things like that. So it might be interesting for people that want to work in the industry, also find out a bit about Doom 4 and the budgets and things like that. It's a very interesting read. I suggest you do go and check that out. A link will be down below in the description. Moving on to our next story. Now, in 2012, there was a Kickstarter project for a game called Star Citizen. And Star Citizen had been a humongous success, with there only being a goal of 500,000 US dollars, and by then the Kickstarter project having over 2 million US dollars. As 2017 has come and 2016 has gone, Star Citizen's developer, Cloud Imperium Games, has actually announced in a, in a New Year update um, that they have now crowdfunded over 141 million US dollars for the game, and they're still going. So it's pretty impressive statistics with their crowdfunding, and there are quite a few changes coming to Star Citizen throughout the alpha phase, which they're still running at the moment, I believe, yep. Uh, they're going to be working on alpha 3 now. So that would be pretty cool to see what happens with Star Citizen, how it develops, and what state the game ends up in. It's been in development for a very, very long time, and bearing in mind they're still in alpha phase, I'm wondering if it'll ever come out of development personally, but it's pretty cool that they have raised so much money for such a highly anticipated game. Now, some people may know that there is an app called PlayStation Live Events on the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. This app you could watch live sports, music and entertainment events on. The app, however, is now going to be discontinued as of the 10th of January 2017. This means that the app will be removed from the store and you won't be able to access it. However, PlayStation 4 users will be able to use the store instead. PlayStation 3 users won't be able to access any of the previous content that used to be supported on the PlayStation Live Events Viewer application. So do take that into mind that if you do watch any of the stuff on there, you won't be able to use that feature anymore. Um, but at least they're going to be still supporting live content through the PlayStation 4 store. Uh, the app launched in 2013, so it had a bit of a short life, but uh, 
things change, I suppose. Uh, something that we didn't really cover last week, um, a new public test patch was released for PC players of Overwatch. It includes quite a lot of balance updates, reducing uh, increasing health and decreasing armor and improving the uh, features and functionality of the game and also doing a few bug fixings on Overwatch. So if you do want to test, test that new patch out, you can on PC using the public test uh, region server kind of thing. Yeah, public test region, sorry. I was thinking of um, the CCE briefly then. It's a very similar setup. Anyway, moving on to our main story of today, Scalebound, the game which was originally announced for Xbox One and PC back in 2013? Um, nope, sorry, 2014, was apparently in development and has been cancelled. Um, according to several sources, Microsoft will be revealing more information about Scalebound soon. What that actually means, we don't really know, but it's highly likely that the game is cancelled. The website has well, the store listing has gone offline on Xbox.com. It wasn't mentioned in the recent uh, plans for the future of Xbox One post. So it looks like Scalebound is actually cancelled, which is quite a shame, especially as we played it at Game... Well, we had a look at it at Gamescom, and it was actually the busiest session in the Xbox booth at Gamescom for press, and there were no kind of, like... It wasn't empty, like, you couldn't get a session at all, so it's a shame that Scalebound is in trouble and possibly cancelled. It looked like an interesting co-op adventure. Maybe it will get rebooted. I hope it does, but it doesn't look likely at this moment in time. Moving on to our final story of the day for you guys today. Sid Meier's Civilization VI will be migrating to... Linux soon. It's by Media, who works on porting games from Linux, uh, from Windows to Linux and Mac machines, has announced that Sid Meier's Civilization VI will be coming soon. There isn't any specific release date or release window, but it'll be coming soon. It's already available on PC and Mac if you do want to pick it up, and it'll be... Uh, Quite a uh, interesting release to have on Linux systems. So yeah, that's all of the news for you guys today. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't checked it out yet, we did release a bit of an extra long podcast earlier on today about um, the Nintendo Switch. We had a discussion last night about what our expectations were, what we want from it, and things like that with some of the other members of the GM team, and we wanted you to hear them. So, that is also live, we'll leave the link down below in the description for you guys so you can check that out. We'll be seeing you in tomorrow's episode. Um, if you do want to support us, you can through Patreon. A link to our Patreon page can be found down below in the description. 
And if you do want to contact us, provide any feedback or suggestions to us, you can on Twitter, which is at OfficialGMYT, and you can also join our Discord server, which is linked down below in the description. I hope you have a good evening, good day, or a good morning, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Okay, so this is just a little PSA at the end of the episode to let you guys know that since we recorded the majority of this episode, Microsoft has come out to confirm to Windows Central that Scalebound has actually been confirmed. We'll be talking about this in more detail in a future podcast where we're going to be talking about E3 and this year's game releases what we want this year instead than the most anticipated, which we did the other day. So, I am quite disappointed that Scalebound's been cancelled. I was looking forward to it quite a lot, but thought I should tag this onto the end of the episode for you guys, just to let you guys know that this has actually been confirmed. It's no longer a rumour in the industry. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.